powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. I finally get to talk about a win. And just by uh, by just, just complete luck, it's a game I decided I'd better bring a guest on for. So today I'm joined by Jack Richardson of the Future Sickos podcast. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Definitely helps when the team wins, but uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. We're having already. Hold on. Let me just move you over. I just realized I needed to move you over. No one's noticing. Doing this on the fly. Here we go. Beauty. So, I think the last game over episode I did following a Sens win, I think it was because I didn't do I didn't do the Philly game, so it must have been. Oh boy, would that that would have been uh, that would have been Dallas, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, oh my one. god. So, so the streak, the streak, the whole time you haven't been able to do one, eh? No, no, my co-host Mod did the uh, did the Philly game, so this is this right. feels really nice. So I don't. So I have a thing that I've set up for these streams where when the Sens win, I have a Sens button, so I get to finally hit the Sens button again. So I'm going to hit the button right now. Uh, Buffalo Sabers, and unfortunately also uh, Craig Anderson, you just got. Sends. God, it feels so good to hit that button again. <laughs> All right. Um, so before we get too far into anything, I'm just going to read off a quick word from our our friends here at Sports Interaction. Want to bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada's sports book. Football continues, basketball is back, and the hockey season is well underway. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So there's two ways we can do this. We can either just, you know, throw all the confetti in the air, have a party, the Sens won, or... We can talk about so. I mean, we can talk about a few negative aspects of that game, but I think the first thing we got to talk about is the fact that like the Sens are. Uh, what, it was a, it was New Jersey just before Philly, right? So they're technically two one and one in their last four. They are, yeah. I tweeted that out, yeah. So, so I'll it, take it, that. It's crazy what what one win kind of does for right perspective of everything. It looks a lot better that way than uh, the O seven and one streak they had going there. How do you feel about? I don't know. I don't even know how you felt initially about Pierre Dorian saying that like coaching is not an issue for this team before this one. How do you feel about that now? Or, or does it kind of, has that quote changed at all since this win? I mean, it doesn't really change things for me. I, I've discussed with like my, my co-hosts and everything a lot about just, it doesn't change my opinion about the whole situation. I think, I think in general, DJ Smith is probably not the right coach for the whole outlook of the rebuild, like when you want to be a complete contender, but I re- I like DJ a lot. And I, I think mm. the way he has the team playing right now is pretty suited to what they have. Um, but obviously, you know, there's a couple breakdowns in the game and then uh, some really stellar play from a couple players that, that just kind of stood out, but Anton Forsberg kind of saved their bacon there in the end of the second period. And oh yeah, you know, he didn't, he didn't steal anything else. I don't think, but he just made the saves he had to. And I, I think, you know, DJ said once that 
good goaltending makes a good uh, makes a coach look good. Um, and I think it happened tonight a little bit. So with Forsberg, but uh, definitely, de- yeah, definitely looks a lot better. I think when they win, which is which is all always the case. Yeah, I'm just gonna look it up. They're they're two one one their last four in the last dozen or so games before that never happened. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think what I want to do, if we can, is just I want to get through a few negatives and then we can just be like really positive the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Tim Stutzla's first period might be his worst period, at least of this yeah. season, if not his career so far. He just looked so like just agree, yeah. just really really rough. He he turnovers both in his own end and just could not get through the offensive blue line. Just it was that one power play I think he had like yeah. turnovers and oh my god it was brutal it was brutal awful yeah. looked better throughout the rest of the game like didn't look like I don't think he necessarily looked like you know the Tim Stutzel we love for the rest yeah. of that game but definitely uh, you know I, I think a lot of especially young players like him could have let that first period just get to him and then the rest of the game's a write off but I I do want to yeah. also point out that I think he. He had a nice bounce back for for the next he, couple he periods. He simplified it, I think. He just yeah. like, he simplified like his his little plays, and he ends the night with a goal and an assist, which is crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in both wins they've had, he's had the empty net goal uh, in the last four games here. So, look, I mean, uh, offensive guys get their points, however way it right. happens, right? Yeah, bad game. He could probably have a great game and have no points, uh, but but tonight he, he obviously put the puck in the net and had a nice assist. So. Uh, you kind of take the good with the bad with a player like that. Yeah, he he. I I can't remember who it was that tweeted out, but I saw someone point out that like, it's like his his brain is just like a split second faster than his hands are at this point, and when he makes that adjustment and he catches up, it's it's over. Like he yeah, yeah. he right now his yeah his 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 brain is is just coming up with these plays that are just a little bit too too much for him to handle, and I can't wait for when that happens. He. I, I think, you know, a, a player of, of his, it sounds weird to say a player of his capabilities or at least a player of his skill set and style, like it is, is it's inevitable. You're going to have a yeah. couple of rough games. Like they just, like some of the moves just don't work out and his, his potential through the roof. essentially. Oh right? yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The sky's the limit for him. Absolutely. Um, and then I, so through, through the, the, the losing streak, I've, I've had the exact same points every single night and, the one positive point I've had after every game I've covered, the one the one positive is Jake Sanderson is oh. unreal. Like the the, like the the team's losing a million games in a row, and I walk away from that going, "Oh my god, Jake Sanderson is special!" Like, and what a friggin' game he maybe his best game of the season tonight. Unreal. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Like I can't, I can't. I, I'm getting tired of talking about him. <laughs> Honestly, every time he, like I don't know. I feel I sound like a broken record every time I talk about him. But man, after a game like that, how can you not? He 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 just like takes over every aspect of the game. I tweeted out that he's like the perfect hockey player, and I don't know if that's like <laughs> a little dramatic, but man, yeah. everything he does is just so uh, efficient. Um, he's unreal. He's a beast. He was a beast. Yeah, two assists, and then honestly, I think his best part of the game was was on the PK there in the third. He blocks that shot, and then clears the puck himself. Like what? What a and shift! Like four blocks, four blocks, or something crazy. Like yeah, yeah. Once I once I have the money to uh to get another Senators, I have like my wall of jerseys, but I don't have anything uh since Reebok stopped. 
Um, okay. Actually, no, that's not true. I have a Carlson. Um, when the new when the New Jerseys came out, the uh, the outdoor game against Montreal, there the the red ones there, they went on sale. So I grabbed the I grabbed a Carlson. I've got, my, I've got my Kachuk one right there, and then I have I have a white Sanderson one on the way. I think. Oh, nice. I say I, I say I think because like it was a little. I don't know. I haven't gotten that confirmation email that it's shipped yet. It's just oh, yeah. for a month, but we'll I'll figure that one out later. But it's yeah. all the way. It's out there somewhere. Yeah, I, I was so sure I was going to go for a Kachuk, but once I once I can afford a New Jersey, I think I gotta go Sanderson. I'm only nervous about like his number. Like, is he sticking with 85? You know what? Or that was I was a little bit concerned about that. I think I got two reasons that I'm, I'm okay having it. So one, I think Shabbat had a bit of a training camp number and he stuck with it. Right. Too. So maybe that rubs off on him a little bit. And then second, even if he does switch, I think it's kind of cool to have 85 if he ends up having a really good rookie season. And it looks like he will. I think he's, he's tied for second now in rookie points with Pinto in the league. So is he really with the not? Yeah. So he's got nine assists now after tonight with two. Wow. So uh, that puts him second tied with Pinto who has eight goals and one assist. I think Beneers is first, but yeah, that sounds right. I mean, I think if you're a defenseman, like, a uh, cider last year in Detroit, he was second, I think, in scoring. Right. For rookies, and he still won it. So I think the impact he's having is not going to go. Yeah, on second or or, like, or maybe third. I think maybe both Bunting and Zegers were ahead. Maybe yeah, but yeah, yeah. either yeah, yeah as the whole defenseman thing. Like yeah, and that's the thing. If Sanderson wins the Calder and then changes his number, you have like a Calder jersey, right? That's like yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Like, that's, that's the one that matters. And, yeah, and I don't know. I think it's a good number. Like Carlson had sixty five, and that became iconic. It's just the, these weird ones that end up working out. So yeah, um, I'm more confident in like eighty five than I am with Pinto on fifty seven. I feel like I'm with you on that. I think yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely with you on that. 57 like even even if he decided to stick with it just it's a it's an awkward number i don't know why 85 feels like such a like a such a solid number compared to 57 yeah well in 57 because he also switched away from it already and then gave 12 back to Debrinket, and then yeah you know, so like he's flip-flopped already so you know he doesn't want 57 but i think he, i think i think he's gonna stick with 85 i'm just i might just be convincing myself too <laughs> i got the jersey on the way but right um yeah we'll see we'll see oh man I'm uh I don't know how to do a win anymore. I'm uh like usually I have I have I usually have a whole like notes app filled with complaints and I can just kind of go one to the next and I'm kind of out of my element here. Um we can talk about the penalties maybe. Like Oh yeah. So four high sticking penalties? Oh my god, that's so dumb. That was so that's what I think I think they I think it was eight penalties total. I think yeah, it might have been yeah. seven or eight. Let me double check. Actually, you know why I have this open here? I think you're right. Yeah, because they had that one at the end there. And yeah, Sabers one for eight on the power play. Um, so I think that's only the second time this season that's happened. It was the game against Tampa that they had the eight penalties as well. Um, and that I think the big difference is that Tampa game felt like it was fifty fifty on the refs being like just really brutal, but also like the Sens took a lot of stupid penalties that game. This one felt almost exclusively dumb moves by the Sens. Yeah, a lot of high yeah. sticking. Actually, let me look at the let's see. Let me go to the recap here. I want to find let me find that list of uh penalties here if I can. Well I know there were four high sticking ones because I counted. Yeah. Uh, those ones are so un- so avoidable that it's annoying when they happen. And it's so consistent throughout the game. Yeah. yeah. Just awful. Um I am not finding it. Either way, I think out of all the Sens penalties, I think really the only one you could call 
at all controversial or could go either way would be the Stutzla interference call. Like, I that's, agree, yeah. I think that's the only one you could be like, well, he, he kind of touched the puck, but the rest maybe didn't see that, you know, like, and if he yeah. had, t- even if he had touched the puck, like, could it be kind of borderline boarding as well? Um, then you have what four high sticks, yeah, yeah. Like at, at that one, I, I understand why people were defending like the fact that maybe it shouldn't have been a penalty, but then yeah, yeah, you got four high sticks, you got um, what the Giroux trip at the end of the game, yeah, um, got it, just, just a bunch of like probably avoidable penalties, um, and somehow it doesn't like. I, I think in, in a game where where you're where if someone had told me the Sens are going to take eight penalties and you know win <laughs> like at this point of the season I, I I would not believe you um it was definitely a, like a it's a recipe for disaster I feel like right yeah like, they can't they can't do that and expect to win but you know I mean they they the pen, the penalty kill was great but yeah like I I think it, we're, we're kind of burying the lead a little bit about the penalty kill like it was really good so um that helps when you get momentum from your penalty kill it's better than you know, and you could argue the power play kind of killed momentum. So it's it's the battle of yeah. special teams, which is why they lost against the Islanders, right? And right. Now yeah. They, they kind of reminisce or um, fix that with with this performance tonight. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, I think another big thing is, I mean, this is probably a, a product of being, you know, on the PK eight times, but nineteen blocks for them like yeah, they were yeah. really getting in front of the puck which is which is nice and jake sanderson had five of those wow he is he's, he's unbelievable his, here i got a stat line okay so two assists he's a plus one four shots uh i guess that's shot missed uh five blocks two hits one takeaway one giveaway like just and 25 24 sorry 24 55 so basically 25 minutes of ice like again because he, 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 he hit beast. he hit 25 last game i think too eh? he did yeah yeah so this is but it, it i like espn too like the stat sheet because it pulls up their shift like the how many times they went over the boards pretty much oh really okay he had 32 shifts um next closest was hammock and branstrom at 38 so D, uh, they're just versus, sending him out because they know yeah like i love that i love that so much that is phenomenal. Yeah, who else cracked? The only other, yeah, only other defenseman to crack twenty minutes was Brandstrom. Yep, that's weird. Well, I guess if you're playing power play and and, and PK, you're playing a lot of minutes today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. The only defenseman who didn't play any power play is Bernard Docker. Hamnick had seventeen seconds on the on the yeah. PP. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the. Uh, the ice time for everyone tonight. It was like DJ did a pretty good job considering. Um, well, yeah, all things considered, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just like when when you have a, I don't know. I'm trying not to get too excited about Sanderson, obviously, and obviously it's not working. But it's not working at all for anyone. Like, no, but the thing is, like, one of my co-host Nick Robinson, he's um, you know, he's pumped the brakes a little bit, just saying like technically his underlying numbers aren't better than Shabbat's and this was before the injury mm. um you know and, and it's it's a good perspective to have just to be like okay look you're not you know this guy isn't gonna win the MVP or anything like that like he's not that good yet yeah. but these last two games it's really hard to 
um, deny that, that Sanderson is probably the best rookie in the NHL right now. And like, I mean, he went toe to toe right tonight with Owen Power, who's another guy who a lot of people have talked about as yeah. the best young defenseman in the league. And I think Sanderson was miles better. So it's really, it, it, to me, it's really exciting just having a guy like that because it's not only going to make the team better, it's going to push Shabbat, who had a rough start, I think. Yeah, very. Too, which I think is the best part about it, you know, having both of those guys just rolling. So, um, yeah, re- really, really satisfied with the way Sanderson's come out of the gate. I can't believe it. Like for for a twenty year old defenseman looking as even just his first five games, I couldn't believe it. Like it's just yeah. like unreal. Like first season, first few games in the NHL, you're playing consistent number you're playing consistent time on the power play, on the PK. And you just yeah. The thing that I'm so shocked, not even the production, honestly, because I, I mean, I knew when he was drafted, he was a defense first guy, and but but he still put up like a good chunk of points in college. Right. I can't believe how good his decision making. Like, it doesn't feel like he ever makes a mistake. If 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 something goes wrong, it's because he tried doing the right thing and just somehow it it, it the play yeah. goes to shit or something. Like, I can't believe how smart he is out there. Making the right yeah, play good, every time. Put it actually, yeah, because when he, oftentimes I think you're right. When a, when a player makes a mistake, um, they're trying to do too much. Like Stutzel, for example, right? Like the right play is sometimes not the one he picks, and that hurts him a lot. But mm-hmm. with Sanderson, you're right. If he miscues a pass or like something like that, then he was making the right play. He just bobbles it or something like that, and he he's a um, he's so smart, and I think yeah. he's the perfect example of like defense becoming offense uh in a way you know like, like right playing well defensively leads to offensive chances and that's what's happening with sanderson he's what got like nine points now and his first 16 career nhl game ridiculous like, it's crazy and he had chances too to score tonight and he's that'll come eventually but yeah yeah, uh, especially that, that he had one really great chance there yeah um yeah. i don't even remember what a second period maybe i forget when it was but yeah, they had that flurry of chances in the second yeah. so it was probably around then but um yeah, I could talk about him all night. He's he's something special. He's yeah. I've 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 at this point, um, like full cards on the table. I've learned to just stop complaining during drafts because <laughs> I was part of the like I don't know about Brady Kachuk being this early of a pick, and now yeah. I'm like just like he's the best. And uh, in 2020, I was like, all right, because Grant, I went, I go to a lot of 67s games. So in the 2020 draft, I was like pick my boy Rossi or if you're taking defense when you got to go Drysdale and, and then they go right. Sanderson and I'm like oh, I don't know about that and now I just like I'm just listen I'm just gonna the, the scouting department uh is pretty pretty on point all the time now so I'm just yeah. gonna let them do their thing and and, and enjoy yeah, it see, I, I did the same thing I, I didn't want Kachuk I wanted like Zadina or whoever yeah then, um the, I think the next year uh, when the Pinto stuff happened, I didn't like care enough. I was just kind of like, okay, because he also got a lot of backlash. Uh, Pinto did. Um, yeah, because I think who was it? Everyone what was what was his name? Bobby Brink is that his name? Bobby Brink, and there's also uh, Arthur Kaliev. Yeah, um, who was also like still a really good player, but yeah, uh, I remember that too. And then I saw the World Juniors the next year, and and Pinto was awesome. And yeah, I just from then on, I just like trusted Trent Man and the the scouting staff for the Sens, and and um. Yeah, Sanderson was part of that. I, I really do think they needed him. Uh, I mean, think about their team without him now. 
with an extra yeah, oh, like, or something, right? Like just yeah, no Sanderson it. missing Shabbat and Zub. Like that's it's over. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, we're done. That's it. Um, I think yeah. the only pick recently that, I, that I'm bummed out about that I still can say I'm bummed out about is, is Tyler Boucher because he's in his what age 19 season with the 67s and a 67 seems that's what that's what 16 and one now and he's still below a point per game. Like yeah. that's that's iffy. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not as against Tyler Boucher as, as a lot of people, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that whole draft was kind of a crapshoot anyway. It was, and in more than more than usual, right? Because no one played that yeah, game. Everyone, just, the most anyone played was 20 games. So right. that's hard to, to judge. But uh, I can see Boucher fitting in on a competitive team. You know, I can oh, see yeah. him being a prospect who... When a team's on a playoff run, he comes in and then yeah, like if they if they had taken him like late, like they did with say Ridley Gregg, I think I'd be on on like on yeah, board with yeah. it. I think it's it just like where it was, yeah. you know, like the whole tenth overall. Like uh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 you're gonna no argue it there. I think he was definitely early, but at the same time, like I can see him fitting in with this core really well. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna see that whole first round being like really hit or miss over the next few years oh, in, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. So. Definitely. Um, Let's talk about more good stuff. Debrinket has three goals in three games now. Yep. Yep. He, he, oh, yeah. All of a sudden, he could have had Just five watch. tonight, it felt like, eh? Yeah. Like, that's every night, though. He's yeah. in front of the net. Like he's That's the thing. Like, like He misses the net or he whiffs on a shot or whatever, but he's in the right spot five, six yep. times a game. It's, it's only yeah. a matter of time till he puts up. He's gonna, like He's going to have like three hat tricks by the end of the season. I feel it. Like... It's it's he, gonna happen. Yeah, he he's going to like they come in buckets. Uh, and, yeah, and it's hard to. I get fr- I'm getting frustrated with him because like those grade A ones that he's missing are really tough. Um, but take the good with the bad, just like Stutzel, right? Like getting yeah. those chances is better than not getting them. Uh, and, and man, I think his goal was nice, obviously, but I think Joseph was the one who gets the credit on that one. That was a yeah a great pass. Uh, that they they had a similar play earlier and he missed it. But this one, he finds a way to bring it to finds a way to uh, to bury it and pass Craig Anderson. I thought, did you think Anderson was gonna be a curse again and and the form of I one hundred percent I thought so. Like when when he came into the game, I was um so I was watching tonight's game with my dad, and I was like, as soon as he came onto the ice, I, I, I told my dad like, oh, that's it, yep. like it's over. He's he's yeah, gonna yeah. find a way to win. Yeah, I was a little uh, nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay, so I've got the shots up again, and I something I noticed really okay. cool. Um, no sense player. Sorry, I'll word it differently. Every single player on the roster had a shot on goal. Oh my god! What was, what was the what was the total? What's what's the total shots for for the game? I, I completely uh, blanked on that. I, don't, I have no idea. They nearing forty, I think, right? Yes, it was. I got to do math because they got both goalies here. Uh, oh, right. 24 plus 15. So, yes. Okay. So, yeah, 39. 39. Okay. Yeah. 39. That's a right good. That's, yeah. Right there. Yes. Yeah, so, but I think every guy having a shot on goal is pretty cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Just pucks to the net mentality. I like that a lot. Yeah. Kachuk yeah. has six. Uh, that's, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Cool. I get lost in the stats a lot after games, but. They, I think they're really. I mean, obviously, they're pretty indicative of how it went. So, um, yeah, Kachuk is just a monster for for one of, one of my fantasy teams. 
Yeah, yeah, I imagine. I can imagine. He's just the best. And it's it sucks, man. His rookie season, I, I I drafted him in what was supposed to be a keeper league that ended up not being a keeper league, and I took him in like the fourteenth round, and I'm i I'm oh. still salty about that. <laughs> I think that was the same year I took Ranton in like round ten. <laughs> that was, oh, was in yeah. twenty eighteen. Like I'm not salty about it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I, I Okay, so we're gonna get more like wishy washy here rather than stats. Just a just purely, how are you feeling following that game now? Because I feel like I'm not feeling confident. I'm just feeling like more relief than anything. I think yeah. like I'm not quite at the point of like okay, it's under control. I'm just I'm just purely like oh thank God, and like I'm not even thinking about the next game at this point. I just just yeah. purely. Is completely yeah, wondering that's the about. one they had they had to win this one like it was, yeah they had to win it uh so I, i'm relief like you um i'm kind of looking at so what they got the devils next yeah at home so the devils are on an absolute tear uh hope i'm hoping that i don't know like win streaks are kind of hit and miss i think but mm-hmm. the, the devils play toronto tomorrow um so if they win tomorrow then it'll be a chance to be 12 in a row they'll have one 11 in a row uh uh coming into ottawa right so i don't don't know if i'd rather them lose on thursday or keep winning and then have the sends be the one who ends the streak but anyway the devils are red hot regardless so that's a tough one on the cali road trip you got vegas and then all the california teams so i'm just looking at their record right now and just thinking like if they can be after the cali road trip if they can be 500 or like a game under or a game over 500 right. then i'll be happy so yeah i'm not trying i'm trying not to, i'm trying to have tunnel vision but at the same time it's just yeah get a 500 record and kind of string some wins together for once yeah the the cali games cool. feel super winnable um yeah, and i i'm they should be i'm i'm with you i don't know if i want the devils to be to still be on that heater coming in to yeah, that game i can see both sides of it because i can see if they lose the heater then they might lose their jump but also if they're on the heater uh then you know they might get complacent but also if they lose to toronto then then they'll really want to win yeah that's the thing I, I feel like if they lose to toronto they're it's 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 yeah they're gonna be firing on all cylinders against the yeah, Sens. So that'll that's... be a, that'll be a good game to watch tomorrow for sure but uh yeah the uh I don't know. I think my feeling in general is def- definitely just relief, and and I'm satisfied that they finally um, won a game that I think at the end they were supposed to win, uh, even with all the penalties. Yeah, um, I'm just you know uh, immediately now thinking about the next few games. I'm getting all stressed out, so I'm just going to leave it as just yeah. like a, I'm perfectly happy right now and relieved okay. that they won. And I got to hit the sense button, and uh, yeah, I'm doing the uh, I'm doing the the Jersey game is a Saturday afternoon game, eh? I think that's the should be yeah. I think yeah, it's Saturday at like uh, one p.m. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. fun. And then one thing I noticed is uh, yeah, so of course with the with the Cali road trip, you got the uh, the real late games, but they're playing Anaheim at like three p.m. I think Eastern. Because yeah, yeah, that's the day after Thanksgiving, right? So yeah, so Thanksgiving weekend they're doing a big. Uh, so that'll be a twelve yeah. start in Anaheim, which is weird. So weird. So hopefully that. I mean, I think you know, I think on a twelve p.m. start, that's going to be real rough for both teams. But the road team who's adjusting to a new time zone, that's going to be well, especially rough. 
let's think about the fans on the what on Monday they play like starting now like this is the puck drop on Monday it's 10 30 p.m eastern time right on Monday night so that'll be a grind especially for you guys doing the game over post game shows will be a little bit of a rough one but uh I I lucked out because we usually do two games each like I'll do two then Maude will do two we'll go back and okay. forth I teach a class at 8 a.m on Monday so she's stuck doing the late Sunday game but because of our pattern the only western trip game I'm doing is Anaheim nice, so I lucked nice out I nice yeah not you, on you purpose at all at schedule? Oh, okay <laughs> not on purpose at all I'm gonna I'm just that's I'm, I'm gonna leave that, that all right all right that's good that's funny Oh, all right. Well, we're uh, we're coming to the end of the show here, folks. Um, and uh, I'll just take a quick look at the chat here, see what people are talking about, because we try to keep this a little bit interactive at the very least, but we just kind of there's a lot to talk about. Um, Stutzler's penalty should have been our power play. Now, there's an interesting take that's not even just mm. shouldn't have been a penalty also probably they're saying i can't remember who it was that he hit but i guess they're saying that should have been like roughing on him or, or something following yeah, like that play kind of stuff probably but yeah uh, yeah i don't i don't hate it uh that that idea like it, it could be it, could, it definitely could be um i don't i don't know if i would i mean if you're the savers and you come out of that with a penalty like it, it's just it's a crapshoot i guess right you know? yeah yeah Absolutely, and then we'll, we'll we'll end it here. Someone says that uh, Joseph with his best game in a long time, and I completely agree. But it does feel like it's just like clockwork, shorthanded breakaways for yeah, that dude. Yeah, just every yeah, time. Mean, you could tell early on he had the legs going, eh? Like like. He oh just, yeah. He he knew he had a bit of a kick in the kick in the the butt behind to get go get going a little bit. And man, I mean, how, how good does DJ look now? Putting him with the brinket, it worked out. You're, you are I didn't even put that together. I not once did I think about the jumbled up lines. Yeah. I didn't like, even think about that. That was pretty talked about like that was pretty crazy, I think, right? Putting together yeah. with Joseph and Broussard. I was ready to judge him really hard before the game and then as the game went on and it just like was working. I I I didn't even once think like the lines are working. I just stopped thinking about it. I didn't even give him the credit on that. So yeah, exactly. That's exactly. a great point. Yeah. Batherson on line three still feels weird, but it does. It, it does. It, he he had a better game, I think, too. I think the, I think that whole middle six group got a got a bit of a kick, um, and a bit of yeah. a wake up call. All of them, like Tyler Mott, even looked a bit better. Like, um, yeah, they all they all had some jump. Let's hope for that against the Devils, because that's going to be a terrifying game. Yeah, they're they're so good. That I it's uh, yeah. And Who do you start on Saturday? Oh. Do you go Forsberg against the Devils again, or do you just go Talbot? I think they're going to do Forsberg. I don't think they switch a winning goalie, but um, that's the thing, right? Like, if, if if the team's doing how they're supposed to, they they'd probably feel confident flipping them back and forth a little bit more. But yeah, yeah. you have someone, and and then like you said, he not necessarily standing on his head this game, but just did the job. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think I think they stick with Forsberg. All right, yeah, and then. Uh, probably go back and forth between the two of them on that western trip a little bit more yeah, on the road is definitely the time to go back and forth i think but yeah they got two days off now right so they're yeah they're, they should be okay all right hopefully i get to talk about a win on saturday but i won't hold out hope too too much there uh thanks everyone for tuning in live or listening to it after the fact on your uh, podcast player of choice uh where can they uh, where can they find you online? Just plug plug whatever you want to plug here. 
Sure, sure. Uh, so I'm mostly on Twitter, Jack Richardson, uh, without the A in the Richardson, uh, because that handle's taken. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I'm tweeting most of the time about the Sens, and uh, you can follow me on on Future Sickos, uh, the Twitter account where we're a podcast. We do pregame shows live on Twitter, and uh, you can also find my writing over at Dine Sports uh, Press Box, Dine Sports Press Box. Uh, any any kind of sense talk going on there so that's that's all my all my plugs nice all right well thanks for coming on man i really appreciate it yeah no problem no problem and uh yeah all right folks uh we'll see you next time remember to like and subscribe to sdpn and of course like this this uh this podcast and uh tell your friends about it because uh we want to reach a bigger audience and also uh you know we want the the channel and the show to be a success so share it around and then we'll get bigger chats going and then instead of just you know talking about the game we'll just talk to you in the chat the whole time and you can completely derail the show and that's always fun for everyone involved all right thanks again for listening everyone and we'll see you next time game over powered by sports interaction canada sportsbook